You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Welcome to another episode of Amateur Tarot Pod. On this podcast, we, two thoughtful, non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That host, ensuring legal compliance, is Kevin. And that host, being thoughtful and welcoming us to the show, is Ben. And together, we will take you on a journey of magical advice giving. That was better than last week. That was better last than last week. week. Yeah. I don't really need that to become part of the show. It's just felt natural twice in a row. Yeah. So this is a show about advice. And the structure of that advice starts with us giving advice to ourselves. Yeah. You got to pay yourself first. And that we do that in the form of a performance review. And we, that is where we usually get some feedback from our laws and our Facebook group telling us the things that we got wrong or missed. Sometimes it's us alerting each other to what we got wrong or missed. We do. We are. We're very thoughtful in that way that we're able to give each other advice or corrections um, and not have it ruin the podcast. It's very constructive. Very constructive. And so that way we learn and grow from our mistakes each week. And then after that, we get into the real meat and potatoes of the show. We get a question from someone out in the world and then we give them some pre-advice, for also for entertainment purposes only. And then we move on from us giving pre-advice, because that's hard to give advice. And we let the cards do it for us. The, that's the real, real meat and potatoes. Yeah, the real, real meat and potato. The real, real is the cards. The tarot cards, specifically. And we draw three cards. That's it. That's all you get. Three cards, because we're doing this for free. So, like, give us a break. <laughs> If we do a paid, should we do a paid episode where we do like a, a really advanced spread? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Not mad, but it could be. <laughs> so if you're not paying us, all we do is draw three cards. And in the order that we draw them, they represent the recent past, the current actions, and the future 100% money back spiritual gold guaranteed outcome for an entertainment purposes only outcome. That was good. After that, we do the card of the week. Yes. And that's a card for everybody. And then we do an outro. That's mostly for us, but also for you sometimes. Yeah. There's, there's stuff in there. There's gems. Good, good little nuggets. Yeah. Last week I told a funny story in the outro. You would have missed that. Right. You're not going to cut that part? Probably not. It was short enough that I'll leave it in. Okay. Also, it was my story, so I thought it was funny, so I'll leave it in. If it was your story, I might have thought about cutting you it. You probably would have cut it. Yeah. <laughs> that probably would have just gone to the trash bin. That's fair. And that's it. That's it. That's the show. We leave. You move on with your life. You listen to the next podcast in your feed. Mark Marin, Ezra Klein. I always say that. It's Ira Glass. Ira Glass. And Shira. you always make me think of Ezra Koenig. Shira wants to get on my lap. Yep. What's another? I listen to Pardon My Take. I don't know what that is. is that... It's a barstool one, which okay. is like kind of shows my bro-y nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I just look at you and I see it, but they don't necessarily see yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to paint a picture real quick for Please. them. I am wearing a Hawaiian polo shirt. 
um, short shorts that I actually bought specifically to do this podcast because I came from work and I had to wear, I have to wear pants at work and I was wearing jeans. It was pretty hot. So I wanted to kind of free it up. I like the idea of the podcast shorts. Yeah, the podcast shorts. Got to get comfortable, you know. Um, and then I have my white Nikes on. My These Nikes are actually... I'm going to talk about my shoes for a minute. Sure. I'm in fashion, guys, so I just that's I have to do that. Um, they're called Kill Shots. Okay, what they're, does that mean? They're exclusively sold at J. Crew. That's like the the name of this shoe is called the Kill Shot. So it's a gum bottom shoe, um, white Nike with a navy blue Nike swoosh on it. Kind of looks pretty old school and retro. Um, it is my favorite shoe on the face of the earth. They look good. Thanks. Do you want to know what my second favorite shoe is? Sure. The Yeezy 750 Boost in salt. Salt's the color. Okay. I don't know what those look like, but... I think it's a Wave Runner. I don't know. I don't actually know. It's either 700 or 750. They're pretty cool, though. So Google that if you're not driving. Yep. All right. You you look great. Look good, feel good. Exactly. You've got your podcasting outfit on. You sound confident. You sound good. Me, I'm in some workout clothes because I ran on the treadmill before we met. Well, you are actually, you're wearing an amateur tarot pod t-shirt. That's actually, I forgot about that. You're right. It's true. I am wearing an amateur tarot pod t-shirt. And I've never really taken a lot of time to look at the logo, but the logo is something that we've talked about before. And here's the thing. Um, you're holding a microphone. What is Brian holding? I think he's holding a pack of cards. Oh, that would make sense. I was going to say a beer. Then there was some debate over the dog because I wanted it to be Shira and he wanted it to be his cat. And so then we just went with the dog that's on the card. That's a fair thing to do. It's a compromise. I think. But you don't look like you on there. It was, well, I had old hair. I had old different hair. hair. This was several years ago. Yeah. Should we get into Queerance Corner? Let's go into Queerance Corner. So you shuffled the deck in between. But I have to do it again. You have to do it one at least time. one time. One shuffle. We're all about honesty here. Transparency. So I've shuffled. Thoughtfulness. We haven't even gotten to the question or the querent, though. No, we have not. Our querent this week is John. Yep. And John's question is pretty vague. Sure. So we're going to have to fill some stuff in. John asks, when the bleep will I get out of St. Louis? So for those of you that don't know, Ben and I live in St. Louis, Missouri. It's a wonderful, wonderful town. I've lived here my whole entire life. Ben is not. I've lived here my whole entire life, born and raised. I love this city. Sometimes it's way too small, and that can be frustrating at times. Yeah. And I think that's where John That's where John's coming from. Is coming from. So he wants to move to somewhere bigger and more exciting. Yes. Okay. Let's use the cards to figure out the steps that John needs to take to get out of St. Louis. We're just gonna get right into the cards. We're not gonna do pre advice or anything. I forgot about pre advice. Maybe we should do some pre advice. Well, do you want me to fill in holes, or do you want to try to fill in the holes and just kind of go from there? Okay, well, I think the first thing that I would want to fill in is I need to know John's current. what's holding John here, you know? That's what I need to know. And It's the cost of living of St. Louis is so nice, yeah. and it's, like, hard to make that leap to a different city, especially without a new job lined up already. Right. And speaking from experience, it's really hard to get a job in a city that you don't live in. Mm. So... I think those are all factors that are at pl- in play. Okay. Yeah. Good. So now we can go to the... Oh, wait. Do we have... That wasn't pre-advice. That was just the pre to the pre-advice. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now the pre-advice is essentially that John would have to 
figure out some way to get a job somewhere else. Or maybe the most realistic thing to say is if he does work in a job that is high paying to cut expenses for a bit, save up money so that he has some runway, choose where he wants to go. And if he wants to go to a big city, that means there's more jobs in the big city. And then have like three months saved up so that he has three months of savings to find a new job in a new city once he lives there. I think that's really good pre-advice. Okay, that's my pre-advice. Now we can finally turn to the cards. Let's do it. Flip the Seven of Pentacles. All right. Seven of Pentacles. Not a happy card, but a card that I actually like a lot. So it looks like um, a laborer in a field that is like harvesting something or putting in some like really hard work. Uh Um, And he's tired. And he's looking down at the Pentacles. I wonder if it's like, it almost seems like he can't attain them and they're just like piled up there. Yeah, that's pretty close. That is pretty good at like reading these cards. I think so. I think you've, you're improving a lot over just a a short time. Still an amateur. Well, so am I. And I've been in this for years. Good. So you're really close. The seven of pentacles is about waiting for something to come to fruition. You've planted the seeds. They're growing, but they're not ready to be plucked yet. And so He's tired, he's planted the seeds, and now he's just waiting. And he wants to pick those pentacles off that bush, but he can't yet because they're not ripe. So he's kind of bummed. Yeah, that's a good a good pass card. I would I mean, for John's particular situation, I'd like to see it kind of in the current, but it's almost good mm-hmm. that it's in the past. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it doesn't imply that there's anything you need to do. The work is done, you're just waiting, which kind of stinks, but you have to wait. Right. And so the implication here is that John has sown some seeds that to try to get himself out. They haven't paid off yet, but the card implies that they will pay off. Right. So the present? Let's go to the present. Flip. The Knight of Swords. Oh, yeah. I'm digging the Knight of Swords. So um, I've seen we've seen other knight cards in our readings, and they're always kind of sitting looking out over a field or the mountains or they're sitting there and they're waiting and whether they look regal or, but the knight of swords is charging into something and he looks fierce and he looks like he's ready to fight with his sword and he's going to get some stuff done. The horse looks really cool too. So I never really thought about that, but you're right. All the other knights are chilling for the most part. Uh huh. This one is racing into battle into battle and That makes a lot of sense with what this card is about and also with the question because the Knight of Swords is all about charging into battle. It's all about not thinking about the consequences. When you think about the swords, you think about the mind and thinking through things and having a plan and having a strategy. And that is just not what a knight is about. A knight in the tarot is all about just doing it. And so those things are intention here and the knight is racing into battle without thinking through the consequences of his actions necessarily. He's just trying to get into it. And that is also in stark contrast with the Seven of Pentacles from the past, which is all about just being patient and waiting for something to pay off. Yeah, I think it's just time for action. Yeah, I think so. Which kind of jives with the pre-advice that we were giving. I think so as well. To the future? To the future. Flip. Before I show you this card, I just want to say, I feel like this reading is going really well. And... I just, like, I want to say more, but I'm like, maybe I don't even have to say more. You know, just everything speaking for itself. Okay. Because I was going to add for the Knight of 
Knight of Swords. Yeah. Is like maybe John's in a position right now where he does have some stuff saved up and like what's holding you back. But anyway. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. So you're, but what you're saying is it's been going well. You've looked at the card. So you know what's about to happen. Well, yeah. Oh my God. Is it the fool? No. Okay, good. It's not. It's actually another knight. It's the Knight of Wands. Oh, wow. I, you know, I like the Knight of Wands. He's on a uh, orange horse. He's kind of rearing uh, back and he's holding the wand in his right hand. So again, the wands are about earth. Nope. The That's wands. Cool. Fire. Yes. So passion. Yes. This has been going really well. Yeah. And I feel like a night of passion is a good thing to have. But tell me your interpretation of it. I don't know why you paused before you told me that. I, well, I didn't even, like, as I was picking it up, I paused and then I saw it and it was too late to unsee it. Uh, but you were still, you were just going to say that before you even saw yeah. the card. Yeah. Because it is going really well. Yeah. And I think the Knight of Wands is good. Highlights that. Yeah. Because I think that the Knight of Swords, where he's not really thinking about the consequences and racing into things, is one thing. But the Knight of Wands, based on what we learned about all of the the court cards having their own elemental association, knights were fire. And so this is double fire. Fire, fire. Exactly. And this is a card that's all about something that excites you, something that you're passionate about, and the knight is just racing at it. He's going to get it. He's not stopping to think about it. He's just going to do the thing that he's excited to do. There's no... Whereas the Knight of Swords is similar, but it comes with that warning of like, hey, buddy, you're like racing into things and and maybe you're not thinking about the consequences. The Knight of Wands is all about you racing into something and and that's good because that's what's exciting you and that's what you should be doing. Right. And so back to what you had said right before we talked about this card, the Knight of Swords, you you were saying maybe you've already got that runway, maybe you've already saved up and what are you waiting for trying to make it happen? That's that mind aspect of something holding John back. But the Knight of Wands is the opposite of like, you want to move. If that's what's inspiring you, if that's what's making you feel good, don't worry about the consequences so much. Just go get it. Yeah. This has been a really good reading. And I think we kind of, I think you nailed, nailed it on the head. And I think the, our, the cards advice to John is do it. Yeah. I just want to circle back and kind of recap because I I do like how all this plays together. In the past, we have the Seven of Coins. You're waiting for something to come to fruition, something to pay off. Normally, I kind of look at that as a card that's saying, you know, be patient and take your time. But we get to the present, the Knight of Swords, which is about racing into battle and not maybe thinking through all the consequences. But I think the better interpretation here is you're sort of hesitant to race into battle because you are thinking a bit about those consequences and you're thinking back on that past card and thinking you need to wait longer. But then the future, the Knight of Wands is saying, no, you don't need to wait. This is what you're passionate about. You're excited about getting out of here and trying something new and going to a new city and having new experiences. So just go do that thing. Don't worry about the consequences and waiting so much. You have, you've waited, you have what you need. Yeah, and I mean, I think you kind of nailed it on the head with with the Seven of Pentacles in the past and then having that Knight of Swords where it's like, oh, that's the present card. I'm doing the things right now that are good. Like there's room for interpretation between those two cards where it's like, okay, well, I'm on the right path. The Knight of Wands is like, no, dude, move, go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we know what you're thinking right here. Nope, do it. Yeah. It like just doubles down on it. And I love that. I think so. Yeah. All right. Thank you, John. Thanks, John.
That was a really good reading. I like that reading a lot. That's my favorite one that we've done so far. It's definitely up there. And I also have to, I know I need to go back to the book and start doing a little bit of reading, but I think the Knight of Wands might be my favorite card. That's on the top list with the Ace of Pentacles now? Mm-hmm. But the Ace of Pentacles is only because of the artwork. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it's because of like the meaning behind the card, but I think that the Knight... I mean, I love the Knight of Swords because of how gung-ho he looks, but the Knight of Wands kind of, for me, is I can relate to more, I feel like. All right. That's just what I have to say. Cool. Should we do the card of the week? Let's do the card of the week. If the card of the week is a Knight of Wands, then that solidifies it. Okay. That's going to be whatever 1 out of 76 is, whatever that percentage is. 176th. Yeah. But that's some sort of fraction. Whatever that is, that's the percent chance that we're going to get it. Pause, please, while we go look at Schoolhouse Rock. (laughs) Well, while I'm shuffling up, Kevin, why don't you tell the fine folks at home what card of the week is? I love how you very politely told me to do my job as I went back and and just took a drink of my Red Bull TM. I think think Red Bull already (laughs) TM'd. I think you're too late on the TM. Hashtag ad. Sorry. (laughs) So the card of the week is a card that we pull for everybody, not just the... The reader. We just did the... Or I'm sorry. The, the querent. We just did the question for the querent. Now, the card of the week still is for the querent, um, but it really is for everybody. So if you unplug your, your headphones, turn up the volume on speaker, plug into one of those Bluetooth speakers, tap the guy next to you on the roof, say, hey, it's the card of the week. It's for everybody. You should listen. Now's the time to do that while obeying local laws. And right? taking a shower. And taking a shower. Are you ready for it? I'm, I've never been more excited for a card of the week. Okay. Let's see if it's the Knight of Wands. Flip. It is so close. <laughs> it's not, but it's the Page of Wands, which is one off. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh, so the Page of Wands. <laughs> so I, we haven't really dealt with pages very often. I think at all, actually. Maybe not. But it's just funny to me because my mind works that way. But it's just like the page kind of seems like the guy that's like trailing behind everybody like, hey, don't forget about me. (laughs) I'm the page. (laughs) I have a wand, too. So that's what I think of. It's not that far off. Maybe like the cards are telling me, no, dude, you're not a knight of wand. You're not that cool yet. (laughs) Yeah. Slow slow down. You're just a page. I'm going to hand you. Um, so I still don't have my book. So I'm going to hand you. Oh, I'm not strong holy, enough for this. Holistic tarot that I've been holding this whole entire episode. Yeah, you have been. You've been clutching it for. Well, I'll tell you why I've been doing that. It's because it was on the table in front of us where we do our reading. And I didn't want to have the surface. I don't want you reading cards like putting them on top of the book. Okay. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So I feel like we can read this whole thing. It's not that long. It says Earth Page. Fire wands. That makes sense. That's what uh, that's what we've been talking about with the elements. Keywords: motivated, energetic, receipt of project news. All right. The page of wands is someone creative, enthusiastic, who exudes confident energy with a lot of youth. Orange is the color of creativity. The salamanders represent spirituality, opportunity, resourcefulness, great power, and resilience. The page is a young woman who loves to explore the unknown who is adventurous and energetic. 
The card may figuratively indicate the receipt of news or messages regarding the seeker's career or creative projects. The page is warm, ambitious, passionate, a high achiever, a dynamic personality. There may be a tendency to be a perfectionist. Details must be perfect. However, the Page of Wands is also prone to react immaturely. Much growing up is still needed. That's like what you said, Kevin. There is a tendency to act out of emotion before the seeker has fully thought through the consequences of those actions. In a reading for a seeker asking about love, nope, we don't care about that. Fire, dominant. The Page of Wands is highly motivated, creative, dynamic, individualistic, and often demonstrates an irrepressible enthusiasm and vitality and possible tendency to exaggerate or be overly theatric. Could signify Aries, Leo's, or Sagittarius. I didn't notice the salamanders on her dress. Also called her a guy. It does look like a little it boy. It does look like a guy. Like a young boy. I thought it was until I just read that. Yeah. But the dress definitely has salamanders on it. I thought the cards were trying to tell me that like I would like the Page of Wands, but like I don't know. It's okay. It's not the Knight of Wands. I feel like I'm going to have a love-hate relationship with Pages. Okay. Just because you want to get out there, but Pages like needs to slow down. Yeah. Well, this week, the advice is to take your time, not react too immediately, but to but you're a creative, energetic person this week. You're ready to tackle something new. You're ready to take on a project. And just like the Knight of Wands, you need to get going, but you also need to remember that you don't have all the answers and you need to be a bit mature about it. That's probably really good advice. So maybe <laughs> maybe that they are saying to me, hey, man, just don't rush into it. <laughs> <laughs> But John can rush into it this week. John, he was given permission. You were given double permission. Triple permission because you had the double fire too. Oh, yeah. <sighs> You're right. All right. That's card of the week. Oh, baby. This we, is where it ends. We're here. We made it to the outro. I was going to clap, but I held myself because that would not be good to listen to. Yeah, that would probably also upset Shira and it would have mm-hmm. been a whole thing. So this is the end of the show. We finally made it together. Us, the lols. And so first we begin by thanking John. Good luck on moving. Good luck, John. I want to get a Google voicemail from John, like in two weeks, to let us know that he's moved. That'd be cool. Yeah. I got to tell him what the phone number is. Yeah. I don't think, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to tell John to listen. I don't think John's going to (sighs) listen. So, John, if you do listen and you want to call me out for not having faith in you, please call the voicemail. And give me some trouble for that. All right. We'll give that number in a moment. But first, a thank you to all the laws who joined us this week. And now, a moment of silence for the lost laws. That's enough of that. You can find us at AmateurTarot.com. That's our website. On that website, there's a big form that you can type in your name and your question. We will receive it. We will answer it. We will give you advice. You will be much better off. You can also... Call us um, to ask a question, and that number is 314-325-6047. You can text that number, and I'm going to go out on a limb here because I've been saying that you can just ask questions there. Even if you just want to say hi. You can do that too. Or you want to do performance review stuff. Sure. Yeah. That phone number. It'll go right to the Google voicemail. You don't have to talk to us, so no pressure there. If you call in the next 10 minutes, though. I will send you a personal drawing of a Knight of Wands. I love it. That's great. I hope somebody calls in the next <laughs> 10 minutes. We have a Facebook group. It's it's facebook.com slash groups slash Amateur Tarot. It's a really fun place. There are people in there posting memes, 
posting advice, posting performance reviews, posting questions. Talking about Harry Potter. Talking about Harry Potter. We're in there. We're commenting. It's a really fun place. Yes. It's a very fun place. Um, ben has a website. It's called I'mMakingAllThisUp.com. And Kevin has a Twitter, at Scouts Tarot. Hopefully by the time that this episode is out, there will be some content on that Twitter. I hope so. Now is a time for you to pull over your car or to turn off the lawnmower or to tell your dog to chill out for a second. And you need to go on the Apple Podcasts and you need to give us a rating and then one or two sentences about what you like about us. That will help people find us and keep the show going. So I had a thought and yeah. I'm not going to suggest this to all of our viewers, but so I work in the mall, our viewers, our listeners, uh, I work in the mall and there's an Apple store oh. and I've like thought about walking over there and going and giving five star reviews from <laughs> every, all the, phones. Yeah, all the phones and all the iPads and all the computers on there. I like that. Yeah. So that might be a thing. That's a free idea that you can have. We won't even TM it. Yep. You can have it. Now we've arrived at item number nine. Thank you to, and I want to say thank you to lawnmowers. I know it's a weird thing to thank, but don't you just love it? Like when the grass has been freshly cut. I love and the smell. Yeah. Do you know what I realized though, or what somebody told me and it makes total sense? Like fresh cut grass. It's not just the grass. It's like the gasoline smell that you like oh, as well. You're probably right about that. Yeah. I kind I, of don't mind paint smell either, which is worse. I, so I've never really minded paint smell. But we, somebody was painting at work, like in like the back room, yeah. and there's not a lot of ventilation back there. So for like three days, it smelled like paint. So now I'm kind of over it just now. But sure, I, sure. I agree with but that. But in a couple weeks, you'll be back to it. Yep. And with that, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert magic, magic is, is real. real. So I don't know if that's going to be a problem or not. Yeah, I don't know either. So I used to be worried, but then every time that we've ever commented on her snoring, it I can't even hear it. But then the times where you don't comment on it, you can hear it. I don't think I've ever really heard. I've heard it like once. Okay. I'm going to not worry about it, but I will just say disclaimer. If you hear a weird noise, it's my dog chewing on a bone. Yep. <laughs> At Brian's house, the podcast studio was not also a place where a dog hung out. Was it really an attic? Yeah. Like, is, did he live in the attic? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, I could definitely see Brian living in an attic. I mean, it's a, it's a finished attic. It doesn't have, like, right. insulation or whatever, just hanging out. It's <laughs> just a wood floor, <laughs> no air conditioning. It's not like that. It's finished. Yeah. But it is it is the third story of a house with... It's very attic-like. The, the roof is sloped and... That's cool. Things are small and such. I could definitely see that. Yeah. He has his little, like, bay window at the end that he looks out and ponders yeah. existence. Yeah. Cool. It's, Probably what he's doing now is listening to this episode.